local from Peterborough. This is PCR. for many communities. This is PCR.
Ah, good evening. Welcome to the uh, Dot Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. We started the show there with a uh, track by a Split System and a song called On the Street. We've had about uh, 13 tracks, no, 14 tracks selected for the show this week. And our live guest in the studio is a wonderful uh, Ely singer-songwriter, Joe Ash. Uh, the next track coming up to you is from uh, another uh, local uh, composer by the name of uh, Anthony Nottingham and the song's called uh, Lair of Darkness. I do like the title of that track, Lair of Darkness, oh yes, indeed. If he gets the right one, there we go. Local Anthony Nottingham and a song called uh, Lair of Darkness. Definitely, that's a Doctor Who track if ever I've heard one. Or Blake Seven. Yeah, Doctor Who, definitely. Uh, this is Lincolnshire's uh, Future Theory and Why.
Ah, the most excellent uh, future theory. They'll be uh, coming on the show oh, probably about June time or something like that. I think uh, booking for July around that mark. So, yeah, booked well ahead at the moment. If you want to uh, send a track into the show, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. If you fancy a slot on the show, uh, you must be original music. Uh, same thing. Send us a, a uh, MP3 and a uh, short biography. We will have a listen. Uh, this is a band from Liverpool that go by the name of uh, Keyside, and the song is called Paris to Marseille. Okay. Got click finger tonight. Got click finger. Somebody's not. I'll put some new batteries in my mouse, and it's all got a bit ahead of me. I'm going to blame the batteries. There we go. Uh, this is a band uh, called Heavy Salad. Good name. Uh, the song's called uh, Temporary Visionary, and they come from Manchester. Like walking on the beach when the tide has gone out, and metaphor for what your life is really about. To take the moment with your feet in the sand Cause it won't be very long before this isn't dry land It's the sun 
Mouthful to fit in a song, temporary visionary, but they managed to do it. Uh, this is a band called uh, Land of Trees and uh, giving you notice.
go, Land of Trees and uh, giving you notice. Uh, this is a band called uh, Struck Down and the song's called The Enforcer. So I fancy being an enforcer.
Oh, we've gone all heavy. We've got one more track to go before uh, we go live with our guest tonight. Mr. Joe, Mr. Mrs. Joe Ash, Mr. Joe Ash. I don't know what I'm, I'm, done what I'm talking about half the time, I'm sure. Get it right, Mark. Right. Uh, this is an artist called Monroe. A song's called Butterflies, and they come from uh, Auckland in New Zealand. Monroe and a song called uh, Butterflies. I'm going to dedicate that one to Mr. Mark all day over in uh, Market Deeping because I do know he likes a bit of electronica and his dear wife Jill. Now it's time to go over to our live guest this evening, Miss Joe. Ask Joe, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Uh, tell me how it all started for you, music wise. Oh, oh God. I haven't prepared any answers for anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Brilliant. Um, it all started when I was nine, actually. Mm-hmm. 
and my my parents made me have piano lessons which I hated, which is not a good start, is it? No. But, um, and then a week after my first piano lesson, if I remember, I broke my arm. Oh. So then I turned up to my next lesson with my arm in plaster, so I could only play with my left hand. So I'm quite... <laughs> You're quite good with your left hand <laughs> on the piano. Left hand, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but actually, I'm really grateful that they did that, because... I would never have... I didn't really enjoy the practising and the piano lessons were always on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, which, you know, after school... On yeah, a Monday, on a Monday yeah. Nine, ten years old is... <laughs> I don't like Mondays. Did you, did you progress through, like, your, your different sort of grades and all that sort of thing? I did. I got to grade... I think I got to grade six, I think. Mm-hmm. I can't quite remember. Yeah. It's quite a long time ago. Um, but it was... I, I didn't really enjoy the reading of the music at the time. I preferred it when I started to make my own stuff up, which is kind of yeah. how it then... And when did you start writing your own material, or your own sort of songs? Oh, when I was maybe mid-teens. Oh, quite young then, really. Yeah, and actually it's quite funny. Just the other day, um, at home, we found some old cassette tapes of uh, me singing some really old songs I'd written, which I'm not playing today oh, at all, because they're terrible. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we found them, and my my housemate's got a new hi-fi that plays tapes. So that was quite interesting and cringy. It took you back. <laughs> it took me back. Yeah. And what's the first song you're going to play for us this evening? I'm going to play a track from my um, an album I released in 2018, mm-hmm. um, and the song is called 4D Journey. Off you go. Planets align in millions of years. We seem to be. 
thank you. <laughs> is that sphere a Dyson sphere or anything like that? Is that what you were uh, sort um, of... Oh, what, sorry? A Dyson sphere. Or you're talking about the planet that we live on, or we just a... That, that was inspired by watching Brian Cox one evening. Was one it? His, yeah, he was talking, he was doing all this physics, which I, I was not very good at science yeah. at school, but it was the whole concept of space and time and yeah. how kind of small we are. It's That's true, just, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it kind of puts a lot of perspective on things and... That's kind of where I did sit there and make loads of notes when I watched it to try and get my head around it. But he's a good presenter. He's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I think I was watching a bit of Universe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's very ah. enjoyable. Yeah, very enjoyable. So going back to your your piano playing and stuff like that. Did did you sort of like carry on all the way through school, go to university doing uh, music and stuff like that, or did you study something completely different? I did. I did a bit. I did um, performing arts at yeah. school, and I liked the music part. I didn't enjoy the drama part. I'm yeah. no, I'm no actress. <laughs> Um, and then university. Oddly, I chose drama at university because I thought I could incorporate some music. Yeah. I did not like it. So as soon as they said, learn th- you can learn theory or do the acting, I, yeah. was, I was kind of, I'm going for the theory. I don't want to do any acting anymore. <laughs> so, um, well, what, what about your current career? Are you involved in acting or music or anything else like that, teaching? Uh, no, not at the moment. I'm just kind of freelan- freelancing. Um, but um, I'm, what I'm doing at the moment is a lot of, I'm obviously gigging mm. um, after quite a spell of not gigging um, and just getting back into it but I've done a lot of production work oh nice well. yeah. so yeah it's quite it's been quite a journey over the last few years well you were Covid and stuff like that there was, yeah there was a bit of that yeah yeah <laughs> sort of a, did, did you write a lot of songs during Covid I wrote a lot of songs but I also um, learned um, how to use or how to kind of mix and produce songs mm. as well and then I also learned how to use a video a film programme um, so I started making videos and I just kind of really got really into it because when it when Covid first started I did sit at my piano for about five or six hours a day because I didn't quite know what to do yeah. with myself when I was home um, and then the novelty wore off quickly <laughs> and then I found all these old songs and I thought well what can I do with these then and then I started you know thinking about oh what if i learn how to you know produce yeah. and add some more instruments and and it just kind of spiraled from there yeah. did you enjoy sort of doing your own production and re- I loved, own I home it. recording yeah i loved it and i'm still loving it i've just finished um i've just sent some 11 tracks over for mastering for my next album now so oh, fantastic it's all, yeah it's so much fun and i've got loads more tracks which i just can't wait to i think, it's, I think it's worth time anybody who's like into music and in original music and stuff like that, it is worth having a go at sort of a pre-production or producing your own music because yeah. it's just great fun great fun doing it it really is and it really yeah. just, you can just get so absorbed in it mm. it's yeah it's just oh it's, it's great and when it can be a bit frustrating when you don't because i end up going on youtube and just watching loads yeah. of videos on how to do this and how to do that great way to learn though isn't it it, it really is it really yeah. is it's been so helpful because actually i find it a lot easier to kind of watch what someone's doing on YouTube and then kind of pause You're it. reading the manual. Yeah. yeah, the manual's like just... Over-technical, <laughs> isn't they? Yeah, they are yeah. a bit. And I'm not a techie. Whereas well. was watching somebody do it and where to click and do this and do that, I never... Yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. exactly. Yeah. So... That, that, that's, that's the best way. I've got, mm. got a comment coming from an email from the app. There we go. What's, what's that one saying? Oh. Please can you tell Joe the music sounds great. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> it does, it sounds absolutely wonderful, even oh, my, my, my headphones. Enough. What's the next one you're going to play for us, please, I'm going to play another track from the same album. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm just looking at me scribbled set list. Otherworldly, it's called. Mm, sounds good as well. I'm just going to have a sip of water first. Yeah, because you had a bit of a cold, didn't you, bless you? I oh, know, I had a cold about two weeks ago and I get all the little... The, I don't, shouldn't say this on the radio, but you know the gunk. It's just yeah, not nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Anyway, this is kind of inspired by... This is really morbid, but after David Bowie died, um, his bass player wrote a lovely article in a magazine which I read. Hmm. So it's kind of inspired after reading that, really. Oh, God, yeah, I was a great fan of David Bowie. Most yeah. upset when he passed away. Oh, so yeah. such a unique artist. Yeah, so. he was. Here we go.
Thank you. Oh, you're going well down with the going well with the listless. Uh, Kat Sved, she says, uh, lovely. Uh, Michael says, uh, Michael Day says, a very talented, lovely lady. Oh, uh, thank Port, you. Port Rise, she says, Joe, Ro- Joe reminds me of Kate Bush. The sound's incredible. Bravo. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. And uh, Stuart Inger, he says, awesome. Sounds fab in Nottingham. Oh, nice. Yeah, have got people <laughs> listening and watching all over the place. <laughs> so, have you ever been tempted to join a band? Or have you ever played in a band? I am in a rock a... band. Oh, yeah, you are in a rock yeah, band. Yeah, Derrico. And um, we, haven't, uh, we haven't played for ages, to mm-hmm. be fair. But I had a voice issue for ages, which has really kind of halted what we were doing for quite a while. Um, so, But we've sort of picked things up again oh, cool. very, very recently. And we are rehearsing again in about a week. Do you play keyboards and that, or you just play guitar and sing, or something? I can't, I can't play guitar to save my life. No. <laughs> I've tried. I can strum about maybe three chords at a push. <laughs> um, so, no, I play keyboards um, and I sing and I write the songs. Oh, so, so. so you, just, you, you just sort of like two lots of songs for people and stuff like that? Yeah. Have you, have you, how do you go about writing your songs? Oh, it, it kind of just starts with me noodling away. Yeah. And I might have an idea in my head about some lyrics, but it always the, tends, tends to be the music that comes first. Um, and then the lyrics take a little bit longer because I really do need to feel inspired. Mm. Um, I haven't written... I hadn't written for so long because I wasn't able to sing, so I was kind of at my computer doing all the, you know, using yeah. logic and all of that. Um, and it was only um, the end of last year and the beginning of this year I've managed a couple of songs. Oh, fair so enough. Yeah. Have, yeah, so it's quite nice to get back into it again. What was, what was wrong with your voice? You had a larynx infection or something I, like I, I went to um, Addenbrooke's and they yeah. had a good look and they couldn't find anything wrong, but I kept losing it every week ah. and I couldn't speak or anything. So it was, <laughs> it was being very temperamental, so singing was really out of the question. Did so. it just heal itself? Uh, yeah, it just kind of... I made a couple of changes in my life <laughs> um, and I think that kind of helped. I can't see you as a heavy smoker. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> was it just like diet or something like that you, you changed? I was doing a job where I was on the phone a lot um, ah. and I think that might have had yeah. a... Yeah, possibly. I don't know. It was just really odd, really bizarre and it just kind of started going away in August last year. And it could I be related to long COVID or something. You never know, do could you? Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and so... <laughs> You've got plenty of music written. Do you have a book or keep notes of lyrics as well? I have loads and loads of notebooks. I have to label them now. Do you? Yeah, I've got so many. I keep finding really old ones with really cheesy lyrics. <laughs> but everything's got labels now, and it's, you know, it's nice to keep. Of you, course, yeah. There's just, like, I'm running out of space for all these notebooks. <laughs> so, you, so you've got a lot of material then? I have, yeah. So, so if I said to you... Uh, how many songs could you perform if all the ones you'd ever written or, you know, in a, in a Joe-ass set? If you, somebody said to you, can you play non-stop for 120 minutes? Do you reckon you could do it? Probably. I'd have to include some of the stuff I've written for the band, but yeah. I probably could, yeah. Or I could just kind of make it up, but no one would notice, maybe. <laughs> Are you quite sort of good at jazzing it along a little bit? Actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> Fair enough, fair I enough. I like to have a structure, a little bit of a structure. But if someone, you know, if there's some chords in my head, I can just kind of play them and mm. go round and round for a little while and, you know, <laughs> might might do it. I mean, obviously the, David, the death of David Bowie sort of touched you. So do you write things on, like, a, 
things you've seen on television or driving along and sitting on a bus or whatever or I write all sorts of things um, there's there's some sto- there's some songs coming up mm. later which have been inspired by certain things I've seen on telly which I'll, I'll explain yeah, when cool. I get there but um, yeah I can just be observing something in the street or you know watch something just really affected by it um, and yeah just it's just random really mm. it's just really random but yeah Fair enough. What's the next song you're going to play for us, Joe? I'm going to play something that I wrote during the lockdown, which is more of a piano song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was when I was trying to... I, basically, I started relearning all the grades again because I was kind of finding something to do. Um, so I started at grade one, grade two, etc. And I just thought, oh, this is quite nice, just playing the piano for a little while. So this has got a few lyrics in it. Um, and it's called Innocence. Go.
Thank you. A few more shout-outs. Uh, shout-out to uh, Scott Bray. Shout-out to uh, Stuart McLeod. And a uh, shout-out to uh, Janos Fantano. Guys, thank you for listening and uh, watching the show. So, I think it's quite a brave thing to do, being a solo performer, because you haven't got a band to hide behind. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ha, 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 think too you know, much about it. <laughs> you don't think too much about it. No. <laughs> I just kind of get into the zone and... Um, and just hope I don't hit any wrong notes. And <laughs> which? What about the first sort of uh, time you went solo? How old was you then? When you, the first sort of solo gig you did with your own original material? Oh, do you know? I can't really remember. It might have been when when I first started performing with Derrico, mm-hmm. and that was probably thirteen, fourteen years ago. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure. Um, and it was. It was really, it was kind of scary. Yeah. But it was that kind of moment when you think, oh, I really like doing this. This is fun. <laughs> so, um, and then did that for a few years and then thought, oh, I quite like doing my own stuff as well. And yeah, just, I don't know, just kind of got into it. And yeah, just, just, just like it. So, so talking about live gigs, have you got any gigs coming up yourself? I have. I did write some down because I thought I'm going to forget all the dates. That's all right, then go get them. Try to be organised. So, on the 26th, which is Sunday, I'm playing in Cambridge at the Secret Garden Sessions, which is um, at the Waterman, um, which is something hosted by Stella Hensley and Chris Newman. And that's that's going to be a lovely evening. Um, I'm playing at the Elm Tree in Cambridge, uh, middle of April on the 16th. I've got Ely Folk Festival this year. Oh, nice. On the... Um, I can't read this. My writing's so bad. 7th of July. <laughs> um, I'm playing at the Commemoration Hall in Huntingdon. Um, and that'll be with Mike, um, who plays guitar in the band. Mm-hmm. So he's going to join me for a little bit of that. And that's on the 13th of July. Um, the Acoustic Club at Bishop Stortford in August. There's a, there's a few others dotted around. Um, so you're, doing, you're keeping yourself quite busy then? I yeah. am. I am, yeah. With a, new album, with a new album coming out as well. Yeah, I know. I've made a, vid- I've made a couple of videos as well um, for a couple of the tracks. One's a lyric video, one's a, uh, you know, normal video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... So you must have somebody else doing the camera for you. My housemate, Dave, yeah. I don't know if he's listening. Um, but, yeah, he, he just does it on his iPhone. And um, we then export it. I don't know what the technical terms are. Yeah, export it, it's right. To, yeah, export it to um, Final Cut Pro, which is mm. the, the software that I use. And um, I just sit there for hours stitching it all together and just loving it and getting annoyed when I can't get it right. And then, it's hard work doing it. It's hard work doing a bit of video. Well, especially in music, because you've got to sync it. That's the hardest thing to do, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is really hard lip syncing. It's really difficult to do that. And uh, the one I've done... I've lip synced it to the um, the pre-mastered mix. Mm. So when the master comes back, I'm going to have to make sure I get it all. It's still all sort of synced together. Yeah. <laughs> That'll keep you busy. Mm. Oh, it will. And I will. You, you, my housemate will hear, hear me going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is a really skilled, quite hard, hard, hard job to do. It's all the stuff that I did in lockdown. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to learn things, and you know. I've tried doing it. Just, just sort of like when when things have gone wrong on the show and I thought right I'm going to do is I'm going to cut that download video and I'm going to cut it and then I'm going to like join it together which all seems to go okay and then when I go to render it for whatever reason the rendering always goes wrong and uh towards the end of it when you look at it it's like oh no it's out of sync yeah. it was about three or four seconds out of sync as it slowly goes along oh. you know I, I take it you're using a Mac 
I yeah, I use a mini Mac yeah. and on on a desktop computer and mm. yeah, it does it works really well. And I just got a new desk. I had this really dodgy, wobbly desk and I just bought this really cool desk from a charity shop and it's and I'm so happy. It's like such a I love it, I've got more space. Ah <laughs> <laughs> This is how I roll now. Charity <laughs> shops are great. Do you like going around charity shops? Hmm? Do you like going around charity yeah. shops? Yeah. Yeah, they've got some good stuff. They do, oh yeah, definitely. Definitely, I, I love going around charity shops, yeah. yeah. My daughter's recently sort of got romantically involved with somebody and he's got her into going into charity shops and looking around oh, and stuff like that. You get some, you get some absolute yeah. things there. Yeah. You yeah. really do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I don't think I've not managed to buy anything decent in, rec- in uh, charity shops. Is, is records, like vinyl, vinyl records. Mm. You know, they always seem to be loads of James Last albums and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and country songs. I don't know, whatever reason. There's loads of, yeah, and a lot of classical music. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But never any sort of thing, you know, never find those Led Zeppelin or Beatles or... Oh, that's, no, that's true. You have to, yeah, or you have to just really dig deep or spend a long time having a really Oh, good yeah, route. I do. I do have a really good route. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I never, I mean, I start thinking, how many albums did James last actually make? <laughs> he must have made one hell of a lot, you know. And then a lot of people must have thought, well, I don't really like him anyways, donate it all to the charity shop. Poor old boy. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> what's, what's the next track you're going to play for us? Right, so this is going to be from one of the EPs mm-hmm. that I made during uh, lockdown. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd try and, you know, put some yeah. stuff in that. Um, and this song was written, it's called 200 Years. And do you remember a few years ago the BBC showed um, a programme called They Shall Not Grow Old about the First World War, the people from the First yeah. World War? Um, so I'd watch that and then a day or two later I was just walking in Cambridge and just in front of me there was um, a lad just with his head down looking at his phone and there was a lady that just wanted to get past him and she just kept shouting at him look where you're going, look where you're going <laughs> and I just thought, oh my goodness a hundred years ago, you know is that's, that, you know, people in trenches and it was yeah. quite and then, you know, now people with the phones, what's it going to be like in another hundred years? Yeah, we can't foresee, we can't foresee it, can we? We can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't, can't imagine. Absolutely. You know. So, you know. yeah, this song's called 200 Years and on the um, EP it's kind of me experimenting with orchestral instruments as well sort of there's strings and oboes oh, nice. and that kind of stuff yeah. i never play this live in fact this might be its first outing um live so oh, we've got an exclusive <laughs> yeah you do i'm not sure how this is gonna go i'm, I'm sure it'll go absolutely fantastic <laughs> okay here we go Now we're lost in 
went well, didn't it? That was fine. It sounds like you've got quite a vivid imagination, really. <laughs> Are you into science fiction and stuff like that? I like a little bit of science yeah. fiction. I've been watching Picard on uh, whatever, whatever yeah. channel it's streaming on. and oh, That's on Amazon. Oh, yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Now, I've been enjoying that. Yeah, I've been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't do... I, don't I think Geordie's back in it this week, I read somewhere. Oh, no spoilers. I've only seen the first two episodes. I know Wolf is back in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll watch, I'll watch it. I'm a bit of a Trekkie, I must admit. I watch it avidly every single oh. week, so, yeah. Oh, we grew up watching um, uh, the, old, the really old series yeah. and The Next Generation, yeah. so, yeah, really enjoying it. Yeah. Well, that's it. it was just with your song there, isn't it? A lot of things that were sort of in, in, say, the original Star Trek, like a tricorder, all these little pads they used to run around and, and sign and, and things like that. They've all come to pass, haven't they? I know. See, this is what happens. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> you know, so it's sort of like 40 years ago, sort of like 40 years ago, well, more than 40 years ago, 50 years ago, isn't it? That, that, that people yeah. sort of predicting all that, they'll have electronic pads that they sign things on and communicators and all this sort yeah. of thing. And they've got them. I mean, it is really, because I mean, now people have smart watches and they can do their health on them and everything else like that. Yeah, that's It's quite true. amazing, isn't it, really? It is amazing. Yeah. I must admit, I don't, I don't use those because I just get too obsessed with numbers. <laughs> so if it's like, you know, your heart rate's too high or something. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I must admit, I've fallen into the trap of uh, doing steps every day. You know, see how many. Oh, that's good though, isn't it? Yeah, it's try to keep myself fit. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. It's good. But I think, I think William Shatner's birthday is today. I think it is. He's yeah. 90. Is he 92? I think he was. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, 92. Yeah. What a legend. And, and he's been to space. Yeah, that's going to be one of those ones like David Bowie, isn't it? When poor old William, you know, there's some people, yeah. you know, who are, you know, icons, beyond icons, really. When you mm -hmm. think about somebody like William Shatner, you think, oh, well, God, when he I know. passes I know. away, it's going to be one of those sort of uh, heart-rendering moments. It will be. You know? it will or somebody be. like Keith Richards or, you know, or anything. You know. No, I'm going to carry on like that. Cause <laughs> <laughs> William Shatner comes off really nice because um, I watched a couple of, on YouTube, I just, you know how the algorithms work and you watch one thing and then you yeah, get a whole su load of... suggests things to yeah, you. Yeah, I got, I got one the other day of William Shatner watching people do impressions of William Shatner. <laughs> it was really quite funny. He's got, he seems to have quite a good sense of humour, doesn't he? He does, actually. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. Well, the thing is about him, he still he still gets sort of... Uh, uh still gets presenting on, on like, different channels. Uh, mm. You know, he, I think... I think I've seen him do a UFO one not so long ago or something like that, or oh, Mysteries yeah. or something like that on the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah. Quite a cheesy show, really, but... <laughs> yeah, but, you know... <laughs> worth worth watching. Yeah. Oh, oh, Mark, Michael Day asked, does, does Joe like The Mandalorian? Have you watched any oh, of The Mandalorian? I have to say, confess, no. My housemate has been really into it, and I might mm. watch it because I know the lead actor is the same guy who's in The Last of Us, That's which it, yeah. I have been watching, so... Yeah. yeah. Pedro Pascal. That's the one, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of tempting. I might, I might yeah. watch it. Poor old Pedro, he gets stuck with, like, disowned kids. He has to protect them. Oh. You know, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Because well, yeah, the Mandalorian's really, I think the first one or two, they're all really good, but I think the first one or two seasons are, are probably the the best ones. I think the first season is classic, really. Okay. E each one is like a little mini Star Wars episode. And although it's part of a series, it's, it is like a mini Star Wars, and it is absolutely, you know, the way it's oh, done and that. I'll have to give it a go. Oh, yeah, you have to give it a go. You don't really have to be a Star Wars fan to watch it. No, you know. that's good, because I did, I watched the original Star Wars films, and then I kind of didn't carry mm. on watching all the new ones. You probably did the best thing there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> to be honest, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's the next track you're going to play for us, uh, Joe? Mm. Okay. I'm going to play a song called Abyss. This is one of my first experiments mm. of making a video, which is on YouTube. Um, I don't really know what the song's about. I wrote it ages ago and I was going to give it to the band and it never quite worked with the band, so I just developed it solo. So on the EP, it's kind of very synthy, some bit of drums, bit of this, bit of that, so not piano at all. So this is the piano version. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, shout out to uh, Daft John Robert Berry. Thanks so much for watching the show. Uh, 
Yeah. So we're talking about your sort of progression on the piano, but we're not talking about your not talking about your vocals. I know. Yeah. How, I, how did you learn to sing so fantastically? Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> I um, I did. I I sort of um did get involved in some school productions um as I got into sixth form, and then I I can't remember when it was in my early twenties. I decided to have singing lessons because I thought I could do with a bit of singing lesson development and um i then um I, I did that for a year and it got quite expensive so <laughs> i stopped yeah. and then basically i just kind of trained myself and just just went for it and just just because I, I mean your style sort of, sort of semi-operatic would it be fair to say that uh, in yeah, a way maybe a bit yeah I, my singing teacher was an opera singer actually so i ah. think she might have steered me slightly in that direction um but yeah, and then, yeah, just, and I like listening to a lot of, um, I, I've got quite a varied taste in music, but one of the things I listen to is, you know, stuff by Nightwish, and they did have a, one of their singers was quite operatic, and I really like that style, with that, mixed with that real sort of big, you know, um, yeah. Really, yeah, know, I know that, rock yeah. sound. Yeah, so. yeah, that works really well, that sort of style, doesn't it? Is that it what does. your band sounds like? N no, I'd say we're more, we're, we're rock, yeah. we're quite heavy, but we've got some more sort of lighter stuff, mm -hmm. um, and then some, of, but it's quite high energy, so it's quite hard to sing like that um, when you're on stage, you know, bouncing around. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do So you, you, you've got a different voice when you're in the band then, perhaps? A little bit, yeah, I get a bit more growly, not growly as in the kind of metally growly, but kind yeah. of more, <laughs> not, uh, that, not like that. Yeah, you, you get your rock voice on yeah that's the one that's what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. get the rock voice on <laughs> yeah you can because you're kind of competing a bit more with yeah all them guitarists and all that yeah. you have to put them in their place like turn that bloody guitar yeah. down because they're usually the ones <laughs> aren't they them guitarists i know <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <laughs> no they all, they all behave themselves don't they? yeah they always behave themselves yeah it's <laughs> 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 the things you've got to watch out for <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Now, how how are people going to get in contact with you, Joe? Um, I ha on my website, mm -hmm. which is joeashmusic.com, there is a contact page, um, which is probably the best way to contact yeah. me. Um, I do have a Facebook page as well, and I can never remember what it's called, but you can access it via my website. Oh, fair enough, which yeah. is why it's easy. Just and like, so you said you've done recordings and this and that. Have you? Can people get physical copies from you? Y yes, they can. I, I, I can. Do people still buy physical copies of things? <laughs> they do, <Okay>. definitely, <laughs> definitely do. Oh, that's good. Because I, I'm, I'm still deliberating as to whether or not to get, you know, make CDs for my next release. So. Oh no, you should do. Okay. No, well, I mean, the thing is, anyway, you've got yourself there. Mind you, you're working a Mac, but you might know somebody who's got a CD burner. We can knock a few out at the same time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I've got stuff that's digital downloads. Or, yeah, or, or you're, you're all over sort of uh, Spotify and Amazon and iTunes. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I should be. Yeah, I am. No, I no, no, no. Do, I you, do, be. do I you do you all that? Do you do all that yourself as well? Upload all the music stuff? No, I use the distribution company. Ah. Um, which then they just send it all out to all the platforms, which is... I'm going to say, because that that's all time-consuming, isn't it? It's really? very time-consuming. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. 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 And why do you... I mean, this is a bit of a silly question, but why do you do it? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's fun and it's... You know, I, there's so much... 
I get so much pleasure out of not just performing and going out and doing stuff like this. This is great. This is my first radio appearance since before COVID. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's just so lovely to do it. Um, and, and gigging is great. But also yeah. just, you know, you're sitting in the studio, you're working on all these tracks and then suddenly you've got a product and you've spent all these... I'm not even going to say how many hours I've spent mixing and trying to fix things. Um, but it's just so satisfying and rewarding and just so much fun. Yeah. I love That's, it. I mean, because like I say, a lot of people don't realise it. It's really quite hard work, isn't it, really? You're putting hours and hours of your own personal time into yeah. it, you know, when you could be sitting there watching The Mandalorian or something. <laughs> Yeah, there's not going to be any releases now for the next six months. I'm going to be watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> there is three seasons now, but yeah. Oh, is there? Oh, my word. <laughs> but yeah, but it's very, I mean, you know, it's very time-consuming. You've got to be really, really dedicated to do it. Yeah, you have, actually. You have. But that I've just, I just get so motiva- motivated yeah. by the fact that I, I just enjoy it so much. I mean... You know, it doesn't come without its frustrations. No. And um, really, it costs you money, doesn't it? You don't make no money. It costs you, it costs you money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's quite a lot of software that I had to buy yeah. to be able to, you know, do it. Yeah. Um, but it's worth it because I spend so much time in there just, you know... Working yeah. on it. It shows that you enjoy it, you know, because I, I speak to some people and you know, different people come in, different bands and everything else like that, and you say, Oh, do you like record? No, I don't like doing my own recording or anything else like that. Oh, you know, so. it's, it's, I like the fact that I can just, you know, play with different sounds mm. and work and different, you know, ways of bringing a song, you know, turning a song into something. You know, they all start like this on the piano and some of my stuff on my new album's got drum loops and everything and it's yeah there's a there's one that's quite um it's kind of got a real 80s kind of dancey feel to it it's really good for you yeah yeah, it's different and i I keep i said to a couple of close friends does this actually fit on the album they said no leave it on because you've got such a range of stuff there's stuff that's orchestral it's all songs but there's stuff that's orchestral you know i've got horns trumpets strings flutes you name it and then there's stuff that's synthy with drum loops you you know the ones that come with the logic software and you can just manipulate them and that's all still very hard work though because you've got to get all in time yeah you do you really do and i always record to a click track now just to you know because a lot of the recordings that i went back to I was listening to him and I thought, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? I didn't record this to a click. So you, you, you spend either hours fixing it or you just start again. <laughs> Quicker to start again. <laughs> and then, then you've got a click track going in the background. I don't know, you could have a click track going in the background. Like, no, just totally distract me completely. <laughs> you get used to it. You do get used to it. <laughs> you know, so you get working with different drummers and then you say to them, oh, you, when you're recording, work with a click track. No, I'm never going <laughs> to. Click track doesn't go down with some people very well at all. No, that is, that is true. And some people, I think, like that kind of natural flow of a song mm. when it's recorded. That's, you know, and I've recorded like that before in the past and it's nice and it's nice to do it. But I do like the... Because at home, if I'm recording to a click track and I've got MIDI instruments going through, then it's so much easier to fix things. Because <laughs> you can move them. <laughs> you can just you can move them like... Yeah, yeah. You just, you know, yeah slide them along. Them that, yeah, start move them that way, move them that yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you're really skilled at it. Well, well done. Oh, thank you. It's just been so much fun. It's just gave me something to do. You ever fancied, like, moving into teaching and, and te- teaching people how to do that sort of thing? I hadn't actually really thought about yeah, it. Yeah, because you're so I... enthusiastic. And there's not, you know, apart from people that 
going to university and stuff like that, you've got a skill there that you could put, perhaps pass on to other people. I do you know that's given me food for thought. Good. What's Thank the next you. track that you're going to play for us? I'm going to play something that's going to... So the last few tracks are from the new album. Um, this is inspired by me watching Spooks during the lockdown, um, which I kind of binged. Um, and it's about the fact that they had to... As a spy, you go out and you play so many different characters, do you actually kind of lose yourself a little bit? So anyway, it's called Apparition. Sounds good to me. <laughs> sort of jaunty <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Ian Brooks and uh, Michael Day says uh, you would definitely make a great music teacher you ought to consider it oh that's so kind thank you <laughs> I, do you know I did think about going into teaching a few mm. years ago into piano teaching and I just didn't have the confidence to do it um, which is part of the reason I started relearning all the grades during lockdown and because I thought oh I'm just you know it's been many many years since I did my what is it the Royal Academy of Music 
grades, and I just, yeah. But you've got great enthusiasm, and, and, that, and that enthusiasm would shine through to a lot of people, oh, wouldn't it? Oh, thank you. Well, I shall definitely reconsider. Mm. I, I was even thinking maybe when I'm quite a bit older, because my, my piano teacher, um, when I first started lessons when I was nine, she was probably in her 80s. <laughs> so... <laughs> She, was so she, wouldn't cool. have no, she wouldn't have no time for that rock and roll then, would she? I don't think she would have had any time for the rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, is I, mean, my, I mean, my daughter goes to, uh, she's up in Leeds University and studying music. But is, and I, mean, I mean, it's all very, very male orientated as well. You oh, know. right, okay. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't you know. know. The music lecture is what I can make out of. They're all nearly all males. There's not many too, too oh. many females or stuff like that. So you're underrepresented, so you should get oh. out there. I ought to, oh, I'll give it some consideration. Yeah. 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 Teaching. <laughs> I'd never have the patience for it. You know what I mean? I'd get I'd get done for like child cruelty. I'd go, be quiet, boy. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was at school, we used to have um, a leather, a black leather seat outside the headmaster's office. And if you saw someone sitting on there, you knew they were in trouble. Oh, no. Oh, they're sitting on the black seat. <laughs> did they still use, did they still have a bit of capital punishment going around? When you I don't school? think, no. I think that, that, that had just about then. finished. Yeah. yeah, just about <laughs> finished, yeah. yeah. I can remember in our, my, my uh, primary school, our uh, headmaster was rather keen on hymns and hymn practice and stuff like that. He used to mm. march up and down a row in hymn practice. This is true. And uh, we used to have two great big hymn books either side of the wall. This is how old, because I am old. Uh, and uh, if he caught you, if he thought you were singing out of tune, as he strolled along, he'd like make you sort of look at you and he'd make you put your arm, your arm out like that and he'd give you a whack across the palm oh. of your hand for, uh, yeah, yeah. Ouch. I've actually thought about suing the council for child cruelty. <laughs> 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 Got to be a food quid in it somewhere, yeah. I know. Oh, it's harsh, isn't it? It is very harsh, yeah. Yeah, they were harsh in them days. They say there was a good old days. Oh, no, they wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) How many more songs you got to play for us, Joe? I don't know. I've got two if you want to. Yeah, do you want to do back to back, please? That'd be wonderful. Yeah, we've been chatting, haven't we? Yeah, that's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay. This is called The Painter. This is also on my next album, and there'll be a video for it as well. Oh, sounds good. Reaches into beyond Rest the glass 
Thank you very much. Right, this is my final song. Thank you all so much. <laughs> this is called Drama Queen. I can't 
Ladies and gentlemen, Miss uh, Joe Ash, what a brilliant entertaining hour we've had. And a big shout out to uh, Mr. Paul Biggins for um, doing the mixing desk for us and the cameras this evening. You know, multi talented people on the show this evening. Uh, this is a band from uh, London. They go by the name of Electron, and the song's called Throw Me Away.
At PrinceBuild, we're passionate about our local community. We're also passionate about helping people in need. When we asked you to help us with our Ukraine appeal, we were amazed by the response. PrinceBuild directors Mark and Dale have taken 1,000 Easter boxes to the Ukrainian border and raised almost £20,000 for essential supplies. They couldn't have done that without your help. We want to say a huge thank you to everyone who donated to our fundraising and put together an Easter box. It just shows how amazing the Peterborough community is, and with your help, we can put smiles on faces. Prince Build, working with and supporting communities near and far together. Mark Rigglesworth here, presenter of The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10. The Lock-In is for those who like different musical styles. There's the familiar older classics, as well as the very latest offerings from new, talented artists and bands. With a bit of chat, stories and film reviews, you never quite know what you're going to get with the Lock-In Radio Show. Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10 on PCRFM. Waking up on Saturday morning Back in 's uh, Dan Warburton and a song called uh, 1999 you're listening to uh, the dot Mason radio show Peterborough City radio 103.2 FM uh, this is a band or artist called Capes uh, come from Derbyshire and the song's called wish I could fly.
Cheers, cakes and uh, capes, not cakes, got cakes on my mind. Uh, and a, a song called uh, Wish I Could Fly. Uh, I've got tracking been sent in to me from Orlando, of all places. Uh, the band are called uh, the Orange Cree Riders, and the song's called The Key. <laughs>
the Owens Creek Riders and a song called Key. They did not sound American in any way, shape or form. You could have thought that would have come you know, from London or Manchester or something like that. So, yeah, great piece of music. I really enjoyed it. Uh, this is a band called the Empire Police. Uh, they come from uh, Preston and the song's called Northern Bones.
Hi, it's Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733-237-525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. The Cresset is Peterborough's premier entertainment venue for live theatre, comedy, music and more. If you're looking for a place to celebrate in style, birthdays, engagements and weddings, both small or large, the Cresset is the perfect place to be. And for corporate events or training days, the Cresset has all the space you need. The Cresset in Breton is your ideal venue. To find out how we can accommodate you and your next event or book tickets for any of our up-and-coming shows, visit cresset.co.uk. Peterborough Celebrates Festival is back for 2023. And this May, we'll be celebrating everything that makes Peterborough great. Our culture, our diversity and our talented communities. Peterborough Celebrates is a fun-packed, family-friendly festival designed to bring the city together. There'll be live music, theatre performances, arts and crafts, health and well-being zones, sports, culture and plenty of local food and drink to enjoy. Peterborough Celebrates Festival is happening from the 19th to the 21st of May at Ferry Meadows. Find out what's on and plan your visit at peterboroughcelebratesfestival.co.uk
or band called Mookie and the Bab don't know where they get these names from anyway and a song called uh, Gold Rush that's the last song I uh, sent into the show I think I've got time to squeeze in one perhaps two uh, short classics anyway this is Fugazi and uh, Waiting Room It's just about time for me to uh, say goodbye to you. And I've had a great show this evening. Really enjoyed uh, Josh's company there, and uh, she pulled some brilliant songs. Uh, don't forget, after the news, it's Chris McDade and uh, back to the eight. Good night.